This is your news report and your second stimulus check update and your stimulus package update as of Thursday, September 3rd. The unemployment data, that was released this morning. The unemployment claims, they were down substantially, but that was due to a change in reporting methods. So don't be fooled. The amount of people on unemployment benefits actually increased. I'm going to give you clarification on the opt-out of President Trump's executive order if you don't want to participate in the payroll tax cut. For the CDC's eviction ban, you need to provide a signed letter to your landlord. I created a customized letter for you to download all for free. I just want to say thank you. Christine Specht and this is Learning to Teach. So in my first class at University of Redlands with Dr. Brian Cheris, it's Foundations of Learning 601. I'm tasked with the portfolio to showcase my learning, what has stood out to me so far, how my learning experience has been, and how my I see myself becoming a teacher and a leader in social justice. Since there's not many ways to interact in person, I thought it would be interesting and useful not only for others to hear, but for me as well to look back on, to use this platform to share my journey with you. And I thought that I might start with a little bit of a news clip in the beginning of each episode just so that we have a clear picture to contrast what's going on in the world. I just want to outline how it is from outside to home to quote unquote class. We're in this moment that we have been socially distanced from most since March. And many of our friends and family are socially distant from us. Many of the places we've been used to gathering, whether it's at school, at church, a coffee shop, the gym, a bar, we've been either having them shut down or open with very limited access. So even though we meet virtually at home, we're logging on with our laptops. We have our distractions at times, but overall, the important factor that I just want to highlight is that we're in a safe space. And given all this additional time that we've had since the virus has hit, we have had time to reflect and the mood of our class is one that we can just breathe. Even though the world and everything else around us is in a heightened state of anxiety. So we start out our class by listening to a poem or quote in the usual way that our professor does. He goes by Brian. After hearing the poem, we free write. And this was my first free write from September 3rd. We enter into education as people who do care enough to change what has been to influence the world by incorporating some positive ways that we have experienced or to figure out a better way together on a new journey. It is our job to teach how we can help the young ones think in a way that they can recognize their own truths. We must teach those to think for themselves and also recognize a lie and its symptoms. So that was my first free write. And what I reflect on is that we must figure out a better way 
together on a new journey. This new journey has been like therapy. I'm becoming more in tune with who I am and how I can respond in action and teaching. Um, during this semester, it's been significant for me because I'm beginning to notice small things about the ways that teaching in my past has benefited my outlook on life. And then there are also those moments that I reflect on that have caused knee-jerk reactions. In the portrait assignment, we are assigned to make a self-portrait in the way that we choose. We also shared some things about ourselves. One of the things I shared that has shaped me is that I was a teen mother. I was 17 when I had my son. And my portrait is interesting because for me, having this virtual course in a time that we can't meet in person, we're faced to look at ourselves more often than we normally would. I'm not youthful. I pass the days of vanity. I avoid the mirror when I can. And for me, Feeling this relenting gravity and the strength of my too often furrowing brows makes it a little awkward to draw a self-portrait. But Brian has asked us each to sketch a portrait of ourselves however we would choose. And this is important for me because I choose to draw myself with a smile. I own my eye wrinkles, messy hair bun. It's always kind of my last thought of how I'm going to fix up my hair, but most importantly, I'm happy to be here. I have a smile and I'm unashamed of being myself. This makes me reflect on how I get to this place and we all go through this process of seeing ourselves because the kids are going to have to look at us and what are they going to see? They should see a smile and it doesn't matter whatever we look like, or our own insecurities, because at the end of the day, I'm proud of who I am, and I hope that the students will be proud of who they are too. I feel really empowered and motivated to encourage the students in the future, to let them know that they have a voice, and I feel validated that I'm right here where I'm supposed to be, and cannot wait to create a classroom with the same nurturing environment that I'm in now. I know that my experiences will help me not to limit my students or to look down on them, but I know that they will be proud of who they are too. Kintsugi is a Japanese word for the art of filling broken pieces of a bowl with gold, making the bowl more valuable and precious than before, giving the brokenness true meaning and value. This journey for me has been like that. It's given my brokenness true meaning and value. Thanks for listening to the very first episode of Learning to Teach. And I hope that you will join me on my journey in the next episode when I share about my school story and what some significant challenges were for me. This is Christine Specht. And this is learning to teach.